Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live, praise the Lord. How you doing today? Are you doing good? Hey, I'm Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today. I hope that you're pumped up and ready for a good week. You know, I believe we're getting close to the great appearing of Jesus. Do you believe that? I believe we're getting very close and right on the prefaces of it. You know, and I think that we should be expecting, uh, you know, some good things to be in store in these last days. I believe he wants some good things to happen. And, you know, and it's important that you, you're pumped up and excited about the things of the Lord. You know, you didn't just happen to turn this on today. You didn't just happen to come in here by accident. I believe that God's got some special things in store for you. Do you believe that? Could he do something unusual today? Unusual good things happening for you this week? Could you see that happening this week? Well, you know, somebody's got to be ready for it. Somebody's got to be expecting it. So get your expectors out there and get ready to see some wonderful things and God moving in your life. Praise the Lord. You know, he wants to move in your life, not just this person's life over here and that person's life over there. You know, he wants to move in your behalf because he put you here for such a time as this. You know, you could have been born on this planet at any time, but God wanted you to be born now for such a time as this. Amen. Remember Esther talking about that, such a time as this, you know. And we are living in, in a wonderful, wonderful time. You know, I believe that if we were to look into heaven, you know, there'd be all kinds of people looking down to see what's happening right now. It's an exciting time. And God wants to use you to do some great things, so be ready for it in the earth, praise the Lord. Do you believe that? I believe it. Well, you know, you can catch us live here. We try to be here every Wednesday and Sunday, uh, Wednesdays uh, or Sundays at 6 or 4 p.m. Central Time. Sometimes we're a little bit after that, 4 p.m. Central Time is what the goal is. And then, of course, on Sundays, we try to be here at 6 p.m. Central Time. And uh, we try to, if we're not here for some reason on Wednesday, we try to post a message that you have something to feed on. But, you know, it's exciting to see what God's doing. We can be growing spiritually all the time. We can be seeing things we've never seen in the Word before, you know, and taking time to take the Word in, you know, so that the Holy Spirit can be our teacher today. Do you believe that? you believe the Holy Spirit's the best teacher? You know, that's better than any uh, degree that you get at college. It's better than anything you would get at seminary school. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher. Now, I'm not putting those things down. They're good, the Bible schools, the seminaries, but the greatest teacher of all is the precious Holy Spirit. He's the best teacher. Do you believe that? And he can teach you things and help you to fulfill your destiny if you let the Holy Spirit do that for you in your life. Have great respect for the Holy Spirit. We welcome the Holy Spirit here today. Amen. We reverence the holy, precious Spirit of God, and we're excited about him moving today. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, like I said, you can try to catch us at those live times. Those are central times. But if you can't catch us at those live times, hey, don't get upset. Don't be throwing your remote control or throwing your phone down. You know, just kidding with you. You can listen to the rebroadcast on Spotify. You can listen to them on Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, Podbeam. Tune in off Alexia. You can listen to us on uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer, Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, Samsung, many different places you can listen to us there. You don't have to get some kind of new app usually. Uh, you can listen to us there. Boom Play, uh, we're on there, and you can check us out. You know, if you like that whole list, and I don't believe I actually went over all of them, you can go to Jeremiah Smith Ministries and uh, check out that whole list if you want to see if it's something that you already have on your phone there. And uh, you can do that at JeremiahSmithMinistries.com. Praise the Lord. So, well, we're... Um, 
getting into a new series today. We're going to be talking a little bit about the end times. We'll be getting into that today. Uh, but uh, if you'd like to give, there's no pressure to give. You can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com to give if you'd like to. And uh, you can hit the giving tab and give if you'd like to give there. But like I said, there's no pressure to give. All of our messages are free and all the great ministry that we do here is free to you, praise the Lord. And I believe God wants you to have it. And if you want to, you can download it. Yeah, you can go to the website there, download it for free, get the app and listen to it for free. Uh, give it to someone else, be a blessing, and share God's wonderful word with somebody today. Somebody needs to be encouraged. Do you believe that? Do you believe God might want to use you to encourage somebody? And you know, it's important that we're encouraging the body of Christ, praise the Lord. And so get that for those free messages if you like to, praise the Lord. Well, uh, let's go ahead. We're going to get into the word. Are you pumped up? Are you ready today? <laughs> Are you thrilled? Have you had a good week this week? Well, you know, you have to be excited about the things of God. And who's going to get excited if you don't get excited? So we've got to get pumped up and ready to go, praise the Lord. I'm going to shut this down and restart this thing back up here. Let's see here. I think I've got it there. Let's see. Oh, there we go. And uh, we can uh, get into the word today. Praise the Lord. So like I said, you can give. The Bible says give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, right? Pressed down, shaken together. You know, I gave the analogy of me uh, doing the trash, you know, sometimes out there. I try to take that the trash for our family here and you squish it. You try to get the most you can get in there. You push it down. You try to get all the trash in there that you can, and you push a little bit more on there. Well, you know, the scripture says, press down, shaking together, running over. You know, and that's God's personality. You know, he's a God that likes to give you more than what you need, you know, running over. And he wants you to have more than what you need today, you know, by his presence, by his power. He wants you to run over. You know, he don't want you just to have half of what you need today. He wants you to be running over and everything, right? We have messages on that. You can check them out at Jeremiah Smith Ministries dot Podbeam. But you know, that's his personality. You remember Peter in the boat? You know, he could have just, you know, he told him to cast the net, you know, on the, the certain side, you know, and all of a sudden his net was so full and he couldn't catch them all, you know. And then he had the other friends come over and they couldn't catch them all, and you know, there were there's so much the nets began to break. <laughs> that's his personality, right? He wants you to have more than what you need in your life. Now, that may be, you know, in your finances. That might be in his presence in your life. You know, some of us today are lonely. You know, and his grace can be more than what you need. His peace can be more than what you need. Isn't that right? You know, just living and breathing in his presence in him, right? You can have more than what you need living in his presence, praise the Lord, you know, that's his peace that passes all understanding, his joy that's unspeakable and full of glory. Isn't that good to know he still has joy today? You know, you may be looking at the world and you say, I don't know how there could be any joy out there and all the challenges that people face and, you know, all the things that we're going through, you know, how can you have joy? Well, that's what's so great about Jesus and the precious Holy Spirit, you can have peace and joy right in the midst of whatever is going on in your life. And you find a little place there in your room. You know, they talk about the scripture talks about finding a closet, you know. And you can find a little place for you and getting his joy and his peace. Because he's got more than what you need. 
He always gives you way more than what you need, and, and you can get his peace and his joy to help you through this week. Praise the Lord. I remember earlier today, you know, the heat in our house. You know, it's been kind of cold outside, and the heat was really dry. And and uh, really, really, you know, I, you know, where I was wanting a lot to drink, I woke up in the, this morning, and I was like, my goodness, I'm so thirsty. You know, so thirsty. <laughs> you ever been that way? The heat's up high, and you get up, and you're just like, man. It's like all the water in your body's just been sucked out, you know. Well, you know, if you spend time, you're, you sometimes you feel that way spiritually, you know. You feel like, man, I'm just depleted spiritually. But if you'll just take a few minutes and get in His presence, He says, "In my presence is joy." Right? In His presence is peace. Take it just a few minutes. Get yourself full. So that you're running over in what you need to have. You know, if you have more than what you need of his presence, you can be more of a blessing to someone else. If you have more than what you have a need of his presence, you can you can do things supernaturally better than what you used to do, things quicker, faster. You know, when you you have his ability helping your ability, uh, you can do things a lot easier, you know, and just getting in his presence, you know. Like I said, some people or dry, like I woke up this morning, just dry, you know, and you didn't take a little time and living in his presence, you know, you say, well, why do I feel so empty? Well, take a little time in his presence, praise the Lord. You won't feel empty, you know, let him run over, let him, let him just fill you up and let you run over. Hey, that's his presence, praise the Lord. And, and he'll give you some joy right there where you're at. Do you believe he can do that for you right there where you're at today? I believe you're even feeling it even as I'm talking to you. You know, his joy is coming right there where you're at. In your house, the Holy Ghost is getting in your chair. He's getting in your car with you right there, you know, on your motorcycle, wherever you're at. You know, his, his presence is coming right there, you know, to fill you up. Amen. Oh, hey, that's his presence, his peace, and his joy. That's not Jeremiah. That's his presence. That's the presence of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, you know, we're going to be getting into a series talking about the time of the end. Do you believe we are in that time? Do you believe that we're getting close to that time? Are we coming into that time, or are we already in it? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. Get your Bible, write down a few things, you know, get your pen or get your Apple tablet there, you know, and take a few notes, and I think it'll be a blessing to you today. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, Father, Lord. We can't do nothing without your goodness. We can't do nothing without your mercy. And, Father, we're totally dependent on you and everything that we do today. Father, all of you and none of us, we pray in Jesus' name. We pray that your Holy Spirit move and have his way today, Father. Leave marks that can't be erased today, Father, in people's hearts. Help no one to leave without getting what they need today, we pray. And we just thank you that your Holy Spirit's ministering to them right there where they're at today. We pray in Jesus' name. Help us to be aware, Father, of your coming and be more pushing towards that and thinking about that person at the store and thinking about that person around us, Father realizing the times that we're living in today, we pray. And Father, that family member, that that friend, Father, that far out family member, Father, and, and Father, Lord, and the, that stranger, the Lord that lives on the street, Father, help us to think about people and think about this in time, Lord, and bring as many as we can with us. We pray in Jesus' name, and we give you the praise, Father, Lord. We, we ask you to flood us with light. Help us to see some stuff we've never seen before. 
And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, be our teacher. We just ask you to come in, just have your way. And we just ask that no one leave without getting what they need today. In Jesus' name, lift that one up today that's not encouraged. And we ask that you help you encourage that one that needs to be encouraged today. That depressed one right there, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch that one that's depressed and help them not to be depressed. Help them to be encouraged in their spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, and we give you the praise and all the glory, Father. Before we go, we just love to minister to you. We thank you for being so good to us. We thank you, Father, for taking care of our families. Thank you, Father, for putting us in a good place, Father, protecting us, Father. And we thank you, Lord, providing for us and just being our everything, our source for everything, we pray. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, for that. And we just thank you for seeing our needs in advance and taking care of them and helping us to have what we have what we need and way above. That's your personality. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, you know, we're going to get into the word. I hope that you're pumped up. Luke 21, 36 is where we're going to start today. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this. You know, the Lord's had my heart thinking about Daniel lately. You remember Daniel? <laughs> well, we're going to be talking a little bit about Daniel today. But, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about the end, the time of the end, you know. And now let's look a little bit about, the, first of all, Luke 21, 36. It says, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Now, some people, you know, they don't even realize, you know, that there are some days coming that are going to be more challenging. And you don't have to stay for those challenging days. You can get raptured out of here. I'm, I plan to take my next message and talk a little bit about the rapture of the church. But, you know, you don't have to be worried and stressed, you know. But he does ask us to be watching, right? And, you know, I'm amazed today. It doesn't seem like people are watching. They're just going about their business. They're so distracted and they're not really watching. And he instructs us to watch, doesn't he? We're supposed to be looking for the coming of the Son of Man when he descends into the clouds and he calls us up to be with him. We're supposed to be watching for him. We're supposed to spend our days being aware that his soon return is not far and it's imminent. Amen. And we're supposed to be looking for Jesus to be coming. Do you believe he could come even when we're sitting here ministering today? It's possible he could be here today because I believe we're right in the midst of the time of the end. What's that mean, the time of the end? Well, you know, there. There's a lease on this planet, you know. I've had several homes where we lease the home, and you have it for an extended period of time. You might have it for one year, two years, three years. But there's gonna there comes a time when that lease is up, and you either renew it or or certain things happen. But that's that's when the time is. That's the lease is up. Well, there's a lease on this planet. Now, not to get too technical and to go into too many scriptures, but even the devil knows there's a lease on this planet. The demons even know there's a lease on this planet. Remember that when they told Jesus, they said, hey, why are you doing this to us before the time? It's because they know that there's a time coming and it's the it is going to be the time of the end, right? And so you think about it's important to understand there is a lease and there is a time when this planet's going to be changed over and going to be redone. And we're going to get into a lot of that, praise the Lord, in the next few messages. But, you know, I even plan to talk about what's going to happen after Jesus comes back and the second coming is what we call it when Jesus comes. And, and uh, we're going to talk about what he does in setting up his kingdom here on earth. 
we're going to talk a little bit about that in the next few messages. So, you know, try to stay, keep up with us. Listen to these messages right now. We're talking about the time right before the rapture, and that's the time of the end, praise the Lord. Well, we know that we've been in the last days since uh, Jesus came and he was risen again. I believe the last days started right then, and uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit in Acts, the second chapter, the 17th verse. It says it like this. It says, and it should come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit. Think about that today. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Notice he says upon all flesh, right? He didn't say within. He said upon, right? The baptism of the Holy Spirit has to do with him being upon you, right? Not within you. We do get saved and the Holy Spirit comes into our spirit. But then when we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, he comes upon you, right? And he says he's going to pour out his spirit in these last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Right, and we see that today, don't we? Hey, man, the Holy Spirit's moving all over the earth today, and it seems like it's just picked up pace ever since the beginning of Acts. He's moving all over the world. Even while I'm doing this podcast right now, it's literally going around the world. Think about that today. If you were to look at all the countries that this podcast goes to, it's amazing. He's going all around the world. And how is he doing that? Oh, it's, he can be everywhere at one time. Of course, the Holy Spirit can be. But he's using people, and he's ministering to all around the world. You can listen to messages today all around the world. Think about that right now. Anytime, 24 hours, the Holy Spirit's moving all around the world. And I'd say that prophecy's come to pass, hasn't it? It started, we're living in the last days. You can see that, right? But we're actually ending, we've been living in the last days since Jesus was risen again, but now we're coming to the end of those days, and we're going to talk about that period. But in the last days, he's moving all over the world. Listen to what it says here, and I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Why does he? I want the Holy Spirit to move all over the earth. Think about that today. Well, because he wants you to have dreams. He wants you to have visions, right? So you know that we're living in the last days because of dreams and visions are coming to people all over the earth. You can see their dreams and them fulfilling their visions. Powerful to think about, isn't it? Great ministers that we've seen have great dreams and great visions, powerful stuff, you know. But his Holy Spirit's given that to people all over the world. He can talk to Christians and they talk about their dreams and their visions that the Holy Spirit's put in their heart. What's he given to you? What kind of dream and vision has he put in your heart today? What are you supposed to be doing at these end times, praise the Lord? What's going to happen this year? What dreams and visions has he put in your heart this year, praise the Lord? Well, you know, now I can see him being big. I can see him moving fast <laughs> because we're living in the time of the end, praise the Lord. Well, you know, that's one of the, one of the things we know about the last days is the Holy Spirit in the last days will be poured upon all flesh. Notice, though, when he's upon you, you're going to have dreams and visions. He didn't say, while well, he's living within you, he says, and when he comes upon you, and that's what the baptism of the Holy Spirit's all about. They were baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Notice the evidence of how you know if you're baptized with the Holy Ghost. Well, you speak in tongues, right? That's the evidence, right? And you can see that throughout the book of Acts. If you'll study the book of Acts, you know they got saved. Then they got baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And powerful stuff. But he's given dreams to them and visions, praise the Lord. You know, you're supposed to 
see beyond your circumstances. You're able to see beyond what's all around you because of the precious Holy Spirit. He gives you desires, and he gives you dreams that you're excited about. Wow, why, why would he do that? Well, because he wants to use you, right? He cares about you, and he wants to have a great adventure of faith with you. God loves faith. Amen. He loves faith, and he wants to use you, praise the Lord. So part of the, the last days, we know that's one of the things he's going to do. And then, of course, we know a little bit more about the last days in 2 Timothy, the third chapter. We're going to look a little bit about that today. 2 Timothy, the third chapter, the first verse, it says it like this. It says, this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. What are perilous times? Well, the Amplified amplifies it. Right. You know, if you got an amplifier, it cranks it up. You know, I played guitar, you know, and you crank up the amplifier, it gets a little bit louder, a little bit clearer if you're far away. Well, let's look at the amplified version of that first verse there. It says, but understand this, that in the last days will come set in perilous times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Do you think we're living in that time? with great stress and so much that it's that it's troubling and it's hard to deal with and hard to bear. Well, I bet you a bunch of people in the world would agree that, that we're living in those times with great stress, hard to deal with times. Well, let's look at the second verse there. Do you believe that that's the time we're living in? The second verse says, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, parents unthankful and unholy. Do you think we're living in that time today? I would say we probably are. Listen to what the Amplified says, and it kind of breaks it up a little bit more for us here, makes it a little more clear for us. It says, for people will be lovers of self and utterly self-centered. <laughs> I think people are that way today. Would you agree with that? Lovers of money and aroused by an inordinate, greedy desire of wealth. Think about that. Proud and arrogant and contemptuous boasters, they will be abusive, blasphemers, scoffing, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, and profane. You know, he kind of gives us a glimpse of what it's going to be like in the future, right? And he, he prophesies it and lets us know through Timothy, this is what we're going to see in those last days. Yeah, we're going to see that. And we've been seeing this since, like I said, since Jesus was risen again. Let's look at the third verse real quick here. And it says, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontent. Boy, that's interesting, you know. You ever seen people that are incontent? I've seen lots of people that are incontent, just not happy. They're not content. Paul said that he was he can be abased and he could be abound. He could have lots of things, but he's a content person, you know. And you see these last days, it seems like people are just really incontent. You know, they're always wanting more, never happy with where they're at. Incontent, fierce despisers of those that are good. You know, and it's interesting, you know, we're seeing that lots of people don't like seeing good in people like they used to today, but, you know, that's the times that we're living in. The fourth verse is traitors, heady, high-minded, got the big head. <laughs> you ever see people like that today with the big head? You know, they're high-minded. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Man, you know, you think about today, you know, in your house, you can get any movie that you want. You can get any song that you want on your phone. And, you know, you think about lovers of themselves and lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. You know, and there's people today, you know, we're living in that last days when there's lots of people that are becoming lovers of pleasures more than of God. And we have to be careful about that. There's lots of fun things. 
lots of exciting things that you can be doing, but nothing like spending time with God, nothing like his presence, nothing like his power, praise the Lord. But, you know, people are after the next funnest thing to come abroad. You know, they, they're after the next thing that's going to be on the weekend, you know, and they look all forward all week to this last thing, you know, when they could be enjoying every day living in his presence. Think about that. Powerful to think about. The fifth verse is having a form of godliness, but not denying the power thereof from such turn away. And this is a thing that we're seeing a lot of today. You know, we see lots of uh, ministries and things like that, not to put down any other ministry, but denying the power. Amen. We want to see the power. We're living in a generation that wants to see the power. Amen. That same power that Jesus flowed in, praise the Lord, and he gave to us. He said, Christ in you, that hope of what glory, manifested presence, right? That power that we're supposed to have in our lives. You know, you can't live without his power. You've got to have his power every day. His power is his grace that helps you through the day, his ability that gives you the strength to go through each day, right? And you know, there's people that are denying that power, you know. You know, you can have all the scriptures you want and have all the religion that you want, but if you don't have the power, then you you come to a service for no reason. We come to the service to taste his presence, we come to the service to, to feel his power, amen, you know, not just to have a ritual, not to just uh, act out some things and see some paintings on the wall and see a big old cross, which those are wonderful things, and they're, they are great things, but his power, Jesus paid so that the Holy Spirit would come and power, and we're supposed to be seeing that in our life. And what did Paul talked about, you know, talked about the power. <laughs> Amen. That's how we know that you're, you've spent time with God. You have power in your life, praise the Lord. And he says, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. You know, there's people that are ashamed of the power. It's kind of scary today, you know. They shouldn't be ashamed of the power. It's the, it's the power of God that brings people to repentance. It's the power of God that changes lives. It's the power of God that sets people free. And we need that in our services, praise the Lord. You know, when you start going to services and they're not talking about his presence and his power, that's a scary thing. We need to be living in his presence on a daily basis. Let's go on down here a little bit. The six verses says, for, for of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with devil's lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That's where a lot of people are today. They're always learning about the Bible. They're learning. They've got knowledge at the wazoo, but you got to know him, right? You can read the Bible, but you got to ask the Holy Spirit to be your teacher. You can be ever learning, but you need the Holy Spirit to be your teacher. He's our help. He's our teacher. He's our standby, right? So you can't just have just the word. You've got to have the Holy Spirit as your teacher, right? Get up in the morning and say, Holy Spirit, teach me. Start reading the word. Get your coffee. Ask Holy Spirit. He's a person, right? And he's been sent by Jesus. He paid the price for you to have the Holy Spirit. He goes, I go that I might send you a comforter. That word comforter talks about him. If you amplify that, it talks about he's your help. He's your teacher. He's your standby. 
He's there to help you on a daily basis, right? You know, I don't think there's enough talk about the Holy Spirit. And do you feel like you hear enough about the Holy Spirit? We need to hear more about the Holy Spirit. Jesus paid the price so the Holy Spirit would come to us. And we need to have him in our lives every day. Get up. You know, he's what helps you get your pants on in the morning. He's the one that gives you the joy when you get up and puts the, puts the excitement in your step throughout your day. He's the one that makes you get thrilled about life again, the precious Holy Spirit. And we need to have him all the time in our lives, praise the Lord. Well, you know, we've been talking about that, and we were talking about the Amplified Version. But let's look at the last version of the Amplified, or the last verse with the Amplified in the seventh verse. It says it like this, these weak women will listen to anybody who will teach them. They are forever inquiring and getting information, but are never able to arrive and recognize and acknowledge the truth. Think about that. You're getting knowledge. Getting lots of knowledge, learning all kinds of things, you know, you can learn all kinds of stuff off of YouTube and you can get learn all kinds of stuff off of Google, you know, but there's some things that only you can get from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's the only one that can get you the information that you need from heaven. You know, God's the, the thinking part. Jesus is the word. He's called the word. In 1 John, it talks about he's the word. Then the Holy Spirit's the manifester, right? So they flow perfectly together. And so it's God talking to you by the precious Holy Spirit. Jesus speaking to you. They're all flowing perfectly in union together so that you're getting the information you need from the word. Praise the Lord. Think about that. They all have the same nature. They all function together. They have the life of God in all three of them. Oh, that's good stuff. Well, let's go to Daniel, the 12th chapter, the fourth verse. And this is what I wanted to talk a little bit about today. And we're just going to talk a little bit here for about this at the time of the end. And that's where I believe we are today. We're living in the time of the end. Daniel 12, 4 says it like this, but thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book. You know, it's the only book in the Bible that we're told to see that was to be sealed up until now, even to the time of the end, right? And the reason why is because he, he's not going to give you revelation. The Holy Spirit's not going to teach you until this particular time. And how do we know it's the time that he would give us this revelation of the time of the end? Well, he says it right here. He says, many shall run to and fro. Two things we need to know about this time period of the time of the end. And Daniel tells us, he says, this is the time of the end. He says, many shall run to and fro. What's he saying there? He's saying, well, people will be mobile, right? Have we ever had a time in the world that's been like this time where people are mobile? <laughs> I told my wife about this. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, I think it was yesterday. And I was like, man, can people be more mobile than they are today? She said, yeah, they could be at light speed, you know, <laughs> which is very possible. I mean, the way we're flowing and learning and getting technology, we could be at light speed pretty soon. It's just going that way quickly. Why is it going that way? It's because we're living in the time when people are mobile. They're running to and fro throughout the earth. I remember listening to the president talk not too long ago, and he said he wanted to build a train all the way across the ocean. Everybody laughed at him and thought it was crazy, <laughs> you know. But man, he wants us to be mobile, wants to go across the ocean, you know, have a train that flies across the ocean. Man, you know, we might be able to even do that the way people are doing things so quick and building things quick, you know. And then notice what the other thing he says, he says here, and knowledge shall be increased. Does that sound like that we're living in the time of the end? Those are the two things we should be looking for. Never in all the earth has it ever been like it is today. The time of the end. Let's talk a little bit about, well, when we talk about mobility, we're talking about cars, right? 
cars are interesting in that January to 29th, 1886, you know, uh, we had our first car, which was made by Carl Benz. Think about that. In, in 1886, not too long ago, <laughs> we had the first car made by Carl Benz. That kind of surprised me. I always thought it was Ford. I don't know why, but it was made by Carl Benz. Well, now from 1886 now to now, we already have electric cars. Think about that. Tesla's made electric cars. and They're in production, and you can buy them now. Powerful. Wow. You can get a car that plugs right into your wall today, you know. <laughs> Powerful to think about. But, yeah, people are mobile with cars trains are powerful to think about today they're not like they used to be when they were started in 1804 the first train was made in 1804 in the united kingdom by richard trevick and he made that first train in 1804 and then now we have new trains we have one like the shanghai maldive and it goes 267 miles per hour I would say people are pretty mobile today. Wouldn't you think that? You know, I mean, if we're in 1804, we had our first train, and all the way to now, we have trains that go 267 miles per hour. Wow. I would have, I'd have to agree that Daniel saw the future, and he saw that people were going to be very mobile. I believe he, he saw that very clearly. And, they, and then we have airplanes, and then we had our first airplane in December of the 17th, 1903. And, you know, that that airplane only went four miles. Think about that. It would only fly four miles. <laughs> but now we have the North American X-15. It goes 4,520 miles per hour. Think about that. Wow. I would say people are getting much mobile. That's a Mach 5.9, if you're wondering. That's a very, very quick airplane. And, you know, it's like my wife said, you know, the faster, the fastest we probably could go would be light speed, wouldn't you think? But we're moving quickly, and things are becoming mobile fast. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't you think that we're living in the time of the end? And not only are people moving quickly, but you can also be all over the world at one time. I've done this for quite some time, about three years, you know, I've streamed my videos. And you think about it, you can do that live now all over the world just by a handheld device in your phone. That's that's moving quickly throughout the earth, you know, getting you all around the world at one time. You know, there's events, you know, my son likes to play video games, you know, and they can be tapped into and everybody play from all over the world, you know, going to and fro throughout the earth. People are mobile. That's amazing, isn't it? You know, you can be, you can be mobile all around the world. Well, you, well that's one way. You know, that, uh, that Daniel said that we, he said that's one of the things that, uh, that we need to be looking for at this time. But the other one's knowledge. Knowledge is pretty powerful today, isn't it? When the internet was introduced, you think about knowledge changed our lives. You know, now this is just natural knowledge we're talking about. We're going to talk about two different types of knowledge. But natural knowledge has gone wild. Think about it. The, the internet explosion throughout the earth. And now we've even come into the place we have AI. We have chat GBT. GBT. <laughs> I hope I said that right. Chat GBT. Wow. You know, knowledge is increasing. You know, you know, chat BT, uh, GBT is really interesting. You can put, make a paper for your college. Very easy. You can put together an email. Very easy. Where, you know, at one point we were even using uh, computers or we're using typewriters without a computer not too long ago. But now you can put a resume together. You can use it off of someone else's. You don't have to put the work in. 
You know, you can put all the things you need together for a job. Don't have to put the work in. You can do your job without even putting a whole lot of effort. I mean, when you go to school now, they have to run them through a, a special program to even know if they're not cheating on their papers. Think about that today because of chat GBT. Put your whole paper together. You know, college has become an interesting thing for people because they'll have chat GBT help them. Because uh, my wife works in education. I know a lot about this. You know, they'll put their they'll put their papers together with chat GBT. Don't even have to put effort together. And they have to run them through a system to see if they're cheating. <laughs> knowledge has increased. It's amazing today. Well, you know, chat GBT, you know, people use it even for their work. You know, they're being encouraged to use it on their job so they can help them to email and make sure there's no errors and put together an email that sounds like it's something that, you know, that sounds like a publication or something when they're emailing it, you know, they got help with chat GBT. Amazing, powerful to think about. But then we also, we have all this knowledge we've gotten from the internet and all these things that we learn from. I mean, you can get knowledge and for spiritual knowledge, it's amazing. You know, there's ministers you can listen to just like me and you can tap with your finger and listen to a hundred messages at one time. You know, I have something like 500 messages and you can have spiritual growth at, at your fingertips. It's amazing. Knowledge has increased. Used to be, you'd have to pay for tape sets and You'd have to pay for all that knowledge, but now it's at your fingertips. Easy to get spiritual growth and spiritual knowledge is growing. I, I know of a minister I'm thinking of right now. He's got, I believe he's got thousands of messages and you can grow spiritually all the time, you know, and they're at your fingertips 24 hours a day around the world. So people are growing spiritually even more with their knowledge than they did before. Daniel tells us about this in Daniel 12, 4, we just talked about, but thou, O Daniel, shove the words and seal the book even to the end of time. So he's saying that this knowledge of the book of Daniel is going to increase to us too. Powerful to think about. It's amazing how spiritual knowledge is growing in us. Amen. Well, you know, you also look at Second Corinthians, the third chapter in the 15th verse through the 16th verse. It says it like this, Jesus, down to this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies upon their minds and their hearts. So there's people that can read the Bible that aren't learning. There's people that can read the Bible without getting anything out of it. He says that there can be a veil over their hearts and minds. But whenever a person turns in repentance to the Lord, the veil is stripped off and taken away. It's amazing. I never forget, you know, when I rededicated my life, I was about to, oh, somewhere around 20 years old. I was amazed how I, the Bible just spoke to me, you know, because I was full on for Jesus and Revelation was just flowing, you know, it was amazing to see how the, the Bible talked. And then when I looked in there, I saw myself. You know, I started seeing myself in there. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit can help you to see the Word in a different way when you've given your heart to the Lord and you're sold out for Jesus, praise the Lord. Well, there's a veil on there, and you can only get it through having Jesus in your life and giving your life to Jesus. Powerful to think about. It. Then he gives us these prayers in Ephesians, and you've heard me use them in Coffee Confessions. And how you can get more knowledge and more spiritual knowledge. You know, Ephesians 1, 16 through 23 says it like this. You have given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation of Jesus Christ. I think that my eyes of understanding are being enlightened to know the hope of your calling. So if you're praying this, you can actually learn the hope of your calling and the riches of a glory of your inheritance in the saints. You're revealing to me the exceeding greatness of your power. According to the working of your mighty power, which raised Christ from the dead and set him at your right hand. And there's three of these type of prayers. We pray them in Coffee with Confessions there. Plan to have a new one out this week. 
But, you know, and you can pray them with me if you'd like to. But the, it gives you revelation knowledge. Paul gave us these prayers so that we would see the revelation of Jesus Christ and start seeing the word different by his power, by his presence, by him unveiling his word to our hearts and our lives. Amen. Well, Ephesians, the third chapter, here's another one, the 14th verse. says, Grant me, to, according to the riches of your glory, to be strengthened with might by your spirit in my inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart by faith, that I, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints was the breath. Notice he says to comprehend. He says that with all the saints was the breadth and length and depth and height and know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that I might be filled with the fullness of God. I praise you, Lord, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in me. I started praying these prayers years and years and years ago, and I was amazed how I started seeing the word and learning things about the word that I, you wouldn't just normally get. I mean, I was listening to a minister one time. He said he prayed these prayers, and he turned to his wife, and he said, what have I been teaching? <laughs> because he, he, it was veiled, his heart was lifted, and he was seeing things in the word he never saw before. But spiritual knowledge is increasing. Why is it increasing? Well, it's because we're living at the end of the days. We're right at the prefaces of Jesus coming, praise the Lord. According to Colossians 1, 9 through 11, here's another prayer. It says, I will pray that you'll fill me with the knowledge of your will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that I might walk worthy of you and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing, what's he say? In the knowledge of you, strengthened with all might according to your glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness. I believe in these end times there's going to be some people praying these prayers. And I believe we're going to see more and more of it throughout the church. People praying these prayers and increasing in spiritual knowledge. Praise the Lord. And you'll see that. I believe we're going to see people talking about the word like you've never seen before, about the grace of God and God's presence and seeing more about righteousness, you know, and having more of the revelation of Jesus Christ, praise the Lord. Well, you know, we're living in that time Daniel talked about, isn't it, right? Let's look at that real quick here, Daniel. He said that it will be more mobile. He said even to the time then they shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Think about that. And what does he say? He says that he said that they shut these words and seal them even to the end of time. So that's where we're at. We're in that end of time. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this next week, but we're going to talk about the rapture of the church. You say, is there a rapture in the church? Yeah, there's seven of them all the way throughout the Bible, and this is just one of them. There's even going to be one in the middle of the uh, seven-year tribulation. I'm going to talk about that, and you can tell people about it, play it for them, praise the Lord, and so they understand it a little bit more, but it's nothing new. God's been taking people to heaven. He's done it before. This is nothing new. Amen. You know, in the rapture, we'll be talking about that, making it clear. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'll never forget when I was younger, you know, I, I didn't understand these things. I didn't understand things about the word. And I, I'll never forget that I had a gentleman say, he was sitting there, there's no rapture in the Bible. It's not in there. It's because it's not called the rapture. It's called the catching away of the church. And we'll be caught up in the air to meet the Lord in the air. But they call it rapture because it's just a good word to use to describe what's going to happen as Jesus comes to meet us in the air. We'll talk a little bit more about that next week. If you'd like to have more understanding of that, I'll give you many different ways that you can see it in the Bible. Very clear. It's very clear we're going to have a rapture. And it'll be before the seven-year tribulation. There's no other place it could be. 
Uh, it has to be at that point. And the reason why is because that's the only time that we don't know what's going to happen. Jesus said we wouldn't know that day or that hour. We do know the seasons, like I'm telling you about this one right now, the time of the end, right? We know the season is that he could come at any time. But we don't know, we do know certain times and seasons, and we're going to talk a little bit about that next week about the rapture of the church. I think you're going to enjoy it. Bring somebody, listen, play it for somebody. I believe it'll encourage them today. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, that we're living in the time of the end, Father. And Father, we just ask as we've gotten revelation of this and we see this, Father, help us to be more wanting to get people to church and more wanting to minister to people and getting them into the kingdom, Father. And Father, help us to reach out to someone we haven't reached out to, to before, Father. Help us to encourage that one, Father. We don't want anybody to miss it. And Father, help us to do that. We pray in Jesus' name. And then there's someone listening today, Father, that's replayed this message and they see the video of this message, Father, and they don't, they didn't know all these things and they realize they don't want to miss out, Father, on, on your soon and coming King Jesus. Father, help them to accept Jesus today and we'll pray for them right now. If you'd like to know Jesus, you want to know him as your personal Savior today? Well, Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you confess Jesus as Lord, and believe that he's risen from the dead, you shall be saved. It's not that hard, is it? You just got to believe that he's risen from the dead, and you've got to believe that uh, that he that he's going to save you right there. That's all you got to believe, not that hard, and we're going to pray it together. Father, I believe that you've risen Jesus from the dead. Say it with me. Father, I believe you've risen Jesus from the dead, and I confess Jesus as Lord of my life right now. I'm not playing any games today. I confess you, Jesus, as Lord of my life right now. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I believe that the Holy Spirit's touched you right there where you're at. I believe that he's done something new and done a new work on you, and you've become a new creation in Christ Jesus today. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, you know, God doesn't lie. And he said that if you'd pray that prayer, he'll touch you right there where you're at. I don't know where you're listening to this around the world today. He'll touch you right there where you're at. Praise the Lord if you'll let him do it. Amen. And you are saved today. Praise the Lord. Well, I'd love to hear about it. Email me at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. Let me and my wife, Sheila, know about it. We love to hear about it. And my son, Liam, and uh, we, we love to see that. They help me with all this and make sure that I can do this. And uh, we want to hear about it. We just enjoy seeing someone getting saved. Praise Praise the Lord. You say, well, hey, you know, I, what else do I do? I've gotten saved. Well, you know, there's lots of ministry here with Jeremiah Smith Ministries. You can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com, listen to nearly 500 messages there or more. Uh, you can watch videos at Jeremiah Smith Ministries and Yahoo. You can email us. We'll be glad to correspond with you and be a blessing to you. And just email me at jeremiasministries at yahoo.com. I've enjoyed my time with you. I'll take a few minutes here to see if I can chat with and see, say hey to some people. We love you. God bless you. And I hope that you're ready for a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiasmithministries.com. Thank you for listening.